Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Gashana the Immolator. I'm Nathan. I'm playing Rao the Battlemaster. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Omid Zarkhan the Twilight Mage. I'm JD. I'm the Dungeon Master for this game. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. Three of you are headed back, uh, attempting to cross the garden despite the danger of the shades. Do the three of you want to have a conversation, or you just want to proceed forward? I think there might be a little bit of a stony silence going on. I was just gonna say, yeah. you guys can talk for sure. Rao's not. Rao's gonna be kind of quiet and contemplative. I think Omid is. He's kind of resting on Omid's shoulder. Even I feel like we read that scene exactly the same way. Omid's definitely tuned in to Rao's more physical what's the word I want, like externalities, than he is on Rao talking about his internal life. I think we've been together long enough that Omid knows when to prod and when to not. And in this particular case, he's just trying to glean what he can from how you're carrying yourself, whether Omid's carrying you or not. Yeah. Which is to say also, I think Gishana's leading. Yeah. Outside of that, I th- I think there's a just a, a, a walk of purpose. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling that we're all kind of getting to the same point with this place of like needing to get out of here for sure. So it sounds like uh Rao and Omid are kind of arm in arm, you know, like Rao's relying on Omid to, to move forward. So it sounds like Ashana, are you leading the way on this one? Yeah. All right. How about you give me a defy danger plus wisdom. This is kind of just a co-opted uh, undertake a perilous journey to see how well you like traverse through this kind of overgrown magical garden, given that there is a danger here. Gotcha. It's a nine. Cool. I think that you are able to proceed um, and you you find your way back to the kind of central chamber. And then you try to continue to head in the the other direction, like following this other trail. And maybe you guys kind of get lost or loop around and you kind of just end up back at that hut. You're able to, you know, avoid like any of the, like you might even see some, some like shadows or some movement, but nothing seems to approach you. Or if it does, you manage to avoid it. But you... Find yourself back at this location. This location being the the central hut, or yes, the, the the central the hut. F- okay. I think we're just pressing on from there, right? We're there was this. There were two paths that we hadn't journeyed down. We went down one of them, found the room with the rooks board, and now there's one more. There are like four total paths. There's the one that you came from, right, which led from that kind of um, cylindrical chamber. Then there was the one that you headed down towards the. Uh, that took you to the little hut. Um, there was the one that you just tried to proceed down, and then there's another one that you have not gone down at all yet. Okay. The one that we just tried to proceed down, it was like a loop, basically. Do we go back up the That's what it seems same... like. Like It's one of those things, right, that you're yeah. like, like, these are more trails than they are, you know, very clearly delineated paths. And so it could be that you just kind of, like, lost your way a little bit in the gardens. Like, these are still very overgrown. It's very difficult to tell exactly where you're going. Okay, so there's still one more that we haven't gone down, or two more. There's one more that we haven't gone down. Right. Then we're going to just go down that trail that we haven't gone down yet, I think, was the plan. was just we're 
on a mission. Yeah, we're not sightseeing. Yeah, there might there might be reason to go down it later. But if if one of them is giving us a less direct route to something, then perhaps it was just a way to the outhouse. Who knows? But (laughs) we'll probably follow. We'll try the we'll try the fourth vein, and see if that takes us somewhere. Okay. Again, if Gashana, if you're leading the way, just go in and give me this roll. That's a ten. Nice. So you are going to come to a small archway that appears to lead into a like uh, hollowed out tower. The tower is maybe maybe just thirty feet high. It's basically just high enough to get up above the kind of tree line, quote unquote tree line that has established itself here. But the arch is open, and inside appears to be you know nothing. Wait here. I'll go take a look. If I need help, well, I'll scream. <laughs> A good strategy, I suppose. Gashana sort of pats Rao on the shoulder and gives him like uh, an I owe you one kind of look. I'll put my neck out there this time. Don't joke, Gashana. Be safe, all right? I will. Obviously don't interact with anything that might (laughs) even seem slightly strange. Of course, I'm just making sure there's nothing waiting for us inside. I'll sit here with Rao and I'm going to move us over to the side of the tower and kind of like put your back against it so you can kind of hunker down and have your back supported. Yeah, Rao kind of just leans against. He doesn't sit down or hunch. I'm kind of playing up a little bit how he's acting, but he's mostly just quiet right now and he's just leaning against the leaning against the tower. Cool. All right, yeah. Gashana's is just going to kind of like sticking I guess not sticking to the shadows cuz those have proven dangerous. Um <laughs> <laughs> just going to like sidle up to one of the edges of the door and just kind of peek inside and see if she can't get a better look. Cool. So what you see in there is that this is, in fact, like kind of an empty tower. It kind of appears to be a reflection a little bit of the cylinder that you had come from, on the, which, you know, would be on the opposite side of the central room from where you are. But uh, obviously, instead of just a just a pure cylinder, it, it just moves up through the air um at the top there is a like hole where there is light coming through it just a little bit of this violet light that kind of just transcends down and hits the ground as like almost a almost a little purple spotlight but very very small and in the dimness of what you can see in here there appear to be some like mechanical contraptions like little um gears and telescoping arms like the only thing i can think of is like my boom stand because it's right in front of me <laughs> but things like that right and that's pretty much what you can make out it's kind of just looming there like these machinations in the darkness Gashana's gonna take a cautious step inside and like start moving towards the center of the room do these figures acknowledge her presence or anything oh uh they're not they're not figures they are just like the arms uh, oh i gotcha yeah arms is probably not that's that implies like a humanoid thing, and it's it's not. It's okay. So like uh, I I'm thinking I guess of, like factory arms, yeah, I was like what like you build a car with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's probably more accurate as to what they look like. Yeah, but they don't like they don't move or react in any way. Okay, there's a few of them kind of strewn about at various levels in this in this place. Okay, is there like a central work area or something? I guess because Shana probably wouldn't even know that they are for like assembly or anything like that. Gashana's just going to start looking around and, like, trying to decipher what this place was for. Sure. First, when you're just looking around, um, eventually what will catch your eye is you do see movement of a shadow off kind of uh, 
at a at a small distance from you, about maybe you know ten or fifteen feet away from you. Kishana whistles like loud enough that Rao and Omid can hear it, and then she summons her burning brand for light. Hell yeah, I love that. Go ahead and roll it. <laughs> no, that's still a seven. Oh, you got me excited. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all kind of shoddy, isn't it? The seven what's, through what's, nine I don't remember what the seven I just, through nine I is. I just get one choice. I'm just trying to decide what. I'm going to pick remove the dangerous tag. So it's just like this glowing kind of like almost looks like a gauntlet of glowing fire that she just is sort of like holding up. Sweet. I'm picturing like 90s X-Men cards for some reason, like fucking Havoc and just like the glowing ball around his hands all the time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, exactly. All right. So I like this a lot. I like you taking the dangerous attack away specifically because you just want it to be light. You don't want it to be out of control in any way whatsoever. What's interesting is the shadow across from you uh, also lights up a, a, a torch in their hand that appears to glow like a sweet X-Men card. <laughs> oh shit! Is this is this one like purple or is it is it the same color? It's the same color. So it's it's actually like a figure who's there. Yes, it's a mirror match dog. It appears it appears to mimic your movements. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's like nope, 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 going too far. It's, Quit it's giving dark, it light. It's dark Gashana. <laughs> so this figure is Gashana. <laughs> Just like rough. Is it a mirror or is it like another thing? No, it's a mirror. Oh, it's wall. a mirror. <laughs> it probably takes a little bit to register in your head just because you're like, shadows, shit, that's bad. And like, oh, that's now it, it's it's the Bronze Age. Like mirrors aren't a thing. Right. That is true. Yes, this is a mirror. It is reflecting you perfectly. It is, you now see in kind of the, the glow of your, of your fist light that it has a like super Baroque gold inlaid shit tons of like runes all around the frame of the mirror. And yes, the mirror itself uh, is showing a picture-perfect copy of yourself. All right, I'm gonna go to the like open doorway and signal for Rao and Omid, and then just like step back in and wait for them. Cool. Yeah, at the whistle we had gotten like ready, yeah. I probably said something. When the whistle hit, a lot, sh- a lot, a lot shorter than I thought it would be. <laughs> you think she'd be dead as soon as she got in there? <laughs> Come on. It's all right. It's all right. We're all right. Rao pushes himself away from the wall and I don't I want to say like he not relaxed, but like uncaringly is positioned. He doesn't he's not standing as regimented as he may have before. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Just had, there was there was a statue for 13 years. So, yeah. We will walk in and meet Gashana. She points at one of the walls and it's a mirror. Is that all you found? I thought there might be some danger when you whistled. It it was darker in here, and I... Well, I thought my reflection was... You know, never mind. We don't need to split up, Kashana. <laughs> Rao starts walking over toward the, the other side. Of the, what is... um? There are a bunch of these robot hands, arms, mechanical arms around, and the violet circle in the middle of this right yeah am i is there is there other stuff around here that i'm yeah you are now able to see in the light that like basically these uh arms are like hinges like all the way kind of up uh the length of this tower um which again is not super high but it is kind of high 
and each of them at the at the tip of like the 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 moving arm uh, has a crystal, like a flat crystal embedded in it that you can that you can just kind of see through. This is gonna be cool, actually. So Rao walks. He like stops outside the the violet light and like looks up at it. And if I put my hand in it, does it do anything to me, or is it just light? It is just the violet light of the violet star. Okay. And he's going to shrug. I feel like I have my, my uh, spear slung over my shoulder now. And I'm just going to walk through the light toward the toward the mirror and like kind of look at the mirror. Yeah, you're looking at the mirror from the light? Is that what you're, that's what you're saying? I'm walking toward the mirror. I'm walking, I'm walking through it. Oh, oh, see, I'm trying to accidentally reflect my spear off of the light onto the sides of the, the silo just because Ra wouldn't think to actually fuck with it at all. <laughs> okay, no, that, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so you're attempting to, like, accidentally discern realities? <laughs> no, I'm trying to make something happen that these guys would notice that Rao wouldn't notice. Ah, okay, cool, cool, here. cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think that it does glint off, and then maybe it, like, so it glints off the, the tip of the spear, it, like, accidentally hits one of these crystals, and it then, like, continues to propagate in like a different direction does that make sense yeah which one of you guys probably sees probably a bead so when you say propagate in a different direction you mean that refracts it refracts and it like spreads yeah, out exactly cool that catches omid's eye Ral, what hold hold on for a second he like stops and turns around and looks around and he'll point up at the stone i think you did that what did you just do what just just walk walk backwards now. Just just kind of like retrace your steps. And re- yeah, Rao kind of backs up and the spear hits the light and glints off and probably hits a different crystal. There are a bunch of these around, right, JD? Yep. Cool. What in the heck? Are the light's staying there. Rao, directed at these crystals. Do you see what I'm saying? Is the light staying there? Did I misunderstand something? Maybe I misunderstood. It's refracting, meaning it's going... Oh, like refract means it it it's, it goes through a crystal and comes out a different direction, into another one. No, it's just light. I mean, maybe it goes into another one. Oh. No, it is not. It, it just goes off into the into the like yeah. against the wall. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I have it. <laughs> Deshana, do you see this? I do. So these crystals, they're embedded in the tips of these arms. Yes, the arm that the light is hitting right now. Is it within, like, arm's reach for Gashana? Yeah, I think this one is. Okay. I see it. And I think I think I know where your mind might be at, Omid. And she's going to walk up to it and try to reposition the arm to point the light that's coming out of, refracting out of it towards another arm. Yeah, awesome. When you do this, it then bounces, uh, it, like, bounces through the the crystal that you're at and then up through the next crystal and then against like the f- the opposite you know far wall of this tower or maybe actually this one goes up towards the ceiling mm-hmm. Rouse just standing like stock still you you can put it down or just do you see what's happening i think he's facing away from yeah this. yeah no <laughs> okay just hold the spear where it is and turn around Try to de- like he very carefully, you know, he fucks up, right? <laughs> yeah, but he very. Carefully- oh, you lost it! <laughs> I. What am I doing? What is going on? Just okay. And then we're within a, a hair's breadth of each other. Just turn around and I, I, gra- I go over your back and guide the guide the spear over your hands, and we we find the light once again. 
Uh, I love it. <laughs> uh, so you're just like, <laughs> you're this is the- me slow. I was slowly pulling the glasses down <laughs> over my nose just so the audience knows we uh, found the light. So you are then, uh, you're gen- attempting to direct this at like a different crystal, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So you're going to see this like same kind of pattern repeat, you know? Is there like a, an obvious top to the tower? Like, is there like a main crystal that, you know, is there like a zenith, I guess? Yes, in fact. So this tower has like a slight inward uh, angle to it. Like a, it's a very, you know, narrow pyramid, essentially. And towards the top where like there is it like, you know, coalesces into a roof with this little opening in it. There is one of these arms up there um, that appears to have like a uh, another crystal in it that is above all of the other arms. So is there a way to reposition the arms on the way up the tower? Like, are they are they all out of reach, or uh, they do appear to be out of your reach? Yes, I mean there are some that are kind of at your level, but some are not. It appears someone needs to climb. Is this climbable? I don't know. I've I I feel like Omi just threw that out there because of the arms and everything. JD, is this climbable? Yeah, Rao might be the first to notice this. There do appear to be like handholds in this. All right, I can I can climb. I can, uh, what are we doing? You have to reposition the arms and the crystals so that the light refracts through them to the next crystal. Do you see? And he he gestures towards the beam kind of connecting. You have to move them into position. Do you understand? Kind of. Yeah, yeah I think I can. I, I think I can do that. Do you want to hold the spear? Is the spear necessary? Is there another arm that we're, we can move into its place, or does it seem like we need an or, uh, originary refracting point? Uh, it seems like you must need some sort of starting point. Cool, yeah. Then I I will take the spear and be the the positioner of the source. Cool. So from the sound of things, Omid is pointing the spear at the nearest crystal. Yeah. And Gashana is turning the ones that she can at level so that they all hit each other. Mm-hmm. Rao will start moving toward the nearest one that he can climb to and turn that so that it can hit the next one as it goes. And you are, you're trying to basically, like you're taking this from the spear point and then trying to carry the light like up the tower. Is that what you're doing? Okay, I'm misunderstanding how this is working. Other there were several arms on the ground level. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which we could turn. Right. So that they would refract into each other. Right. And eventually we would have to start moving up the tower with it. Right. That's what I want to, yeah, that's what I wanted to make sure. So you are refracting this light to move around and up the tower. Yes, yeah. but I don't have the spear. I'm just going to right. move o- the nearest Omid arm. has the spear. Exactly. Yeah, yes. right now it's like the, basically the line of light would be pointing into a wall and we're like, okay, we need to move that arm so it, so it will refract further up. Like I'm not moving with the spear. I ha- I'm directing the first right. focal point that goes into it. So yeah, I think we've got what you're saying as far as that goes, unless you've got anything else to add. Nope, that was it. Cool, perfect. Uh, so cool, yeah. then Rao... Um, Go ahead and give me a Defy Danger plus Con to like climb up this sun bitch. Oh shit! I don't know what mode I'm in, so I'm just gonna say reactive because I didn't mark it down at the end of the last session like I usually do. So, whoops. Okay, that's a ten. Yeah, hell yeah, Rao with that ten you are able to make pretty quick work, like moving up these handholds. You're 
fit dude. You're probably used to mountain climbing in your home terrain. So this is not too bad for you. This is, you know, pretty pretty straightforward despite your despite your mental fucked up in this at this point. You know, I think that this is a a way to kind of get back into myself, right? Kind of, kind of use lose, your body, yeah. lose myself in a physical act. Also, I think there's some some gusto there too. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. So yeah, you're able to move up, and you're able to like move this light kind of up. Uh, are you just trying to move it straight up? Or are you like kind of going around and trying to get every one of these uh, every one of these crystals? You know, I hadn't really thought about it. I think the idea originally was just to try to move it to the next crystal. I'm not sure I could make it to that one though. I don't know, guys. Talk to me. What what we had talked about was just. Moving I think it you guys should talk crystal. in character because it would be cool. Where am I moving this thing? To your left. No, sorry, my left. Your right. It's like moving all over the place right now. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, do you not see it? Do you I, not see it up there? Where, see what? The light, You're supposed to be hitting it right. It's over your right shoulder. What? Where the beam is hitting the wall. And like Rao's like kind of like twisting it now, and it it's going yeah, all over the place. Am I am I aiming toward the ceiling or the crystal next to us? What is? Where am I going? Get it into that beam of light first. Then we can deal with the positioning. Yeah, and then Rao moves it so that the beam hits it. There you go. Now we have to go move that other one into that beam and work our way up. Great. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, and yes, I think we have to use all of them. I assume there isn't one that is out of place. I guess that's something we never talk about. Wait, can we twist these? Yeah. Yeah, oh. you can You can position them to shoot in any direction, basically. Within, you know, whatever. Like, not actually, absolutely, because they still have to, like, catch it and then refract it, but... Generally speaking, there's quite a bit of leeway. And I think Rao, given the fact that you're like maybe moving up here and, and checking some of these out, you might be the first to like really notice that each of them are like very, very finely etched and they appear to be like different on each crystal. Oh, etched etched with what? You know, uh, uh, symbols. Like, but they appear to be like runic symbols or do they appear to be? Yeah, they're, they're runic symbols and they're, it's like very small and very like fine. Um, and quite a bit of it. So it almost feels like it's mostly like you probably notice it because as you're moving one, like the texture was different on the crystal. They're not like actually perfectly smooth like they appear to be. Gotcha. I got a scene. Rao, what are you waiting for? The spear is getting heavy. Oh, the spear is getting. <laughs> as Rao's hanging on by like one arm and twisting this thing. They're marked. Your spear is big comparatively to Omid, So he's going to be like. <laughs> shaking a little bit as he like is keeping the tail end up you know like pushing down on the tail so that the spear stays at the same point with what some something i i, I don't i'm not familiar with these symbols but something <laughs> can gishanas and she's sort of like you know trying to help Rao zero in and has free hands can she go check one of these lower down crystals out yeah absolutely <sighs> can she get a feel for Maybe what the the runes mean in terms of like how are how is each one different? I think that you can only tell that they are different. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you can you can definitely like if you really really look and kind of squint, you can like tell that the symbols like the shapes written or carved into them are are different. But it's obviously you know it continues to be in some kind of arcane language that she can't read. Right. 
She uh, walks up to Omid and puts a hand on the spear. You're going to have to look at it. They're different, but gods, if I can make heads or tails of it. And as you take the burden of the spear, Omid lets out a big, (sighs) and like shakes his arm out that was kind of pushing the spear into place. I'll have a quick look, but but, Rao, keep going, keep working. Yeah, Rao's moving from crystal to crystal, getting them each, moving them each to point at another. Cool. I will go and look at these carvings. Do do I do I recognize any of this runic marking? It is clearly the work of Ypsilanti. Like this is this is consistent with the language you've been seeing. Fantastic. <laughs> we have the key, don't we? We have the key, though, right? Yes, I have a key. JD, can I read this? Give me. I'm trying to decide if I want to do this or not. Either spout lore on this or something else. Give me a spout lore. That's cool with me. You have a book, so take a plus one. Cool. Oh, that'll work. That's like a 14. I'll also remind you, I have arcane learning. When I spout lore or discern realities about something magical or otherwise arcane on a 10 plus, the GM will also tell me a little known secret about the subject. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you realize is that this is not like a thing that you just need to chain together. In fact, you realize that that would be unintelligible bullshit. These crystals are describing distances and coordinates, essentially. They're essentially coordinates, right? But they're, they're based on landmarks and based on static points in the Earth, like either magical points of power that they can mm. refer to or like natural formations or the stars. And they're all in various, they're all referring to various things. It's not all just one thing. And so you realize that what this is, is in fact some sort of map, I guess, that can be used to pinpoint distinct locations. But chaining them all together wouldn't do anything. And then there's something esoteric that other people wouldn't know. Oh, this is, this is actually pretty cool. So the crystals that these are carved in, you realize that each of them is a very precious mana channeling crystal that are worth very very good money each one of these is is you know a couple hundred gold basically and there are a good like hundred of them in this room wealthy people like to buy them to show them off just because they look pretty and they refract the light in interesting ways Um, but they're very very rare some people speculate that they have cyclopean origins some people think that they're elvish it's all just basically a bunch of bullshit it's just a super rare type of stone that can be used for magical purposes Sweet. I was picturing these as like palm sized. Is that crazy? That seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Rao, be careful. And I think you can come down. Rao's like strained between one arm and a handhold, like stretched out. What? I think we got off to the wrong start. I don't think this is a puzzle. I think it's a map. But it looks cool. It probably is like there's this spiral of violet light like following Rao up. It's pretty sweet. I was gonna. This probably looks very much like a magical puzzle. Is what I'm yeah. getting at here. <laughs> I realize it. It follows what Ypsilanti has done yet in so far, but judging by these arcane markings, I do not think this opens any doors for us, except for doors of maybe our understanding. They seem to point to almost like. Something like ley lines or points of power. All right. Uh, and Rao begins to like, he like pushes himself away from the arm and begins to climb back down. Just be careful. So, Mead, what do you think? 
What do you think we're gonna... What should we do, then? How do we interact with this map? It's strange it seems to work in a kind of constellation. As if important or powerful points in our world would be reflected in, like, say, like the heavens, like the stars. Like, these would be the, the star map of our world reflected back on us. I think maybe we have to just point the light straight up at that. And he, he points towards the stone at the ceiling. What seems like a sort of gateway stone. Instead of trying to constellate the whole thing around, I think it, that, that might not work. Do you understand what I'm saying? Kind of. I think Gashana is still holding the spear. <laughs> Gashana, I think you can relax for a moment. She just drops it. <laughs> yeah, all of this light just shuts down and like this whole place is basically dark again. If it's a map and each one of these is a point on that map, how in the abyss do we know which point we're looking for? There's hundreds of them. Do you feel like you could direct the light up just to that main source stone? I mean, why, why would I bother climbing if, we can, if we're just picking one? I mean, yes, of course I can. But. Then let's try that and see what happens. I think maybe the idea of connecting them all is a little bit just wrong. I, w- I was wrong. I don't know. Zach, I actually don't understand what you're talking about. You're asking us to just point it. Th- we can just point the, we can point the line at any one of the crystals and refract it back up to the, the big, big one at the top. Okay, then let, let isn't that how it's? That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah, was yeah, happening. yeah. I maybe don't have a good understanding of how this f- fucking room is. These exactly things are keys. Like. Big things. The door, I assume. Yeah, so we just have to like bounce it off one of them into yeah. that. Because if you can rotate the crystal, you should be able to like aim the refraction from any of them. Into the it's just one. figuring out which one we want. Yeah, which I don't know. I guess, but we should also right. just test this to see if it works too. Yes. Yeah. Until something awful comes charging out at us from one of them. Yeah, then something happens. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Just take this one. And he gestures towards the nearest crystal. Kashana, reflect the light into this. She picks the spear up again and, like, aims the light bouncing off the tip into that crystal that he's that Omid's pointing at. Now put it up there. Yeah, and Rao points it back up toward the this other crystal. Cool. It hits this main crystal up there, which is significantly larger than the other ones. Uh, and it clearly, like, you can see it kind of bounce around inside of it. And it emerges uh, and kind of just shoots up against the ceiling, but as a very, very fine, like, pinpoint of light. It seems to be a, like, beam now rather than just, like, you know, light descendant and reflected. They kind of watch this for a second, wait for something to happen, like, something cool. <laughs> Omid is something supposed to happen. <laughs> Omid's got his arms like kind of up <laughs> by his shoulders, like as if you know you were uh, swelling a, a fucking symphony, right? <laughs> and he's like looking up at it, and then slowly <laughs> he stops like moving his hands the little bit they were moving, and then he just puts them down at his sides. He's like. <sighs> I thought something cool was. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so he does that actually, and uh, he puts his hand down his sides. Okay, I thought that I. Well, maybe we're supposed to get up there and channel it into something. Are you even sure you're right? No. Do you have any ideas? Are they coordinates? Do you need two of them? I couldn't tell. I got the best read I could off of them, but they... So you said the... Did the quality of light change, JD? Is that what you 
had sort of implied. Yeah, that yeah. Was so rather than from... rather than being like a beam of light, after it has moved through this upper crystal, it is essentially a laser. But it's shooting. It's coming going coming out the top of the building now. Yeah, you're like aiming this light up, and then it is like refracting through it, and it's continuing upward, but at a slightly different angle, right? But just like hits out. Probably it probably. I mean, yeah, it's probably hitting the just like the the ceiling right by the the opening hole right now. Wait, it's hitting the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not going out of the tower. Nope. Oh God. You keep arguing about what it could do. Do we need to shoot it down into here? That doesn't make any sense at all. Why? Why would we shoot it down into here? There's, n- there's not even any markings on the floor. I assume there's not markings on the floor. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's there. markings on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then Ram's gonna start climbing up toward the big crystal. Cool. Give me just another defy danger plus constitution. That's a four. Ooh, I like this. So I think it's taking you a little bit. You had already climbed up part of it. Critically, uh, I think as you're climbing, your handhold slips a little bit, and you have to catch yourself on one of these arms, and it like yanks it downward. And I think you're grabbing it with that left arm of yours, uh, and I think it's just gonna like yank that out. But I think this is too much, man. Like I think this is too far, and I think your like your tendon just tears. Your left arm is now like just not usable, and in addition, this uh, this like arm as you like yank on it, it like pulls itself a little bit from the wall, and the crystal like falls out toward the ground and shatters against it. Well, you're gonna be able to recover, and you'll you'll be able to get back up there. But I think there would obviously be a scene here. Yeah, the big one just broke, right? Is that no, 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 no. That was a small one. Oh. No, this is just like on your way up. Rao. <sighs> yeah. Do you need help? Very much so now, yes. I'm not a great climber, but I'm going to go try and help him. No. Uh, you stay here. You can direct me, and I'll go up and adjust that crystal, and I'll get him down. Okay. Am Bec- I just hanging from this handhold up here, yeah. JD? Okay. Or no, he said you could recover. Yeah, you yeah, say you'll you be able to, yeah, yeah, you'll be able to like pull yourself up, and you'll be able to get up to that upper... Um, that upper crystal it's just gonna take you quite a bit of time now you know like and then obviously your arm's fucked up yeah if you can help him it might not hurt so even with his arm completely fucked up can he make it like all the way up and all the way back down that might be a different question okay Gishana's gonna start up the wall after him though with the idea of like because climbing down is sometimes harder than climbing up, especially if you have an arm that's f- fucked up. Of like, she owes Rao one, so there's a, a lot that she's gonna have to do to repay what she thinks maybe happened. So, yeah, she's going up after him. Uh, yeah, give me a defined danger plus con. That's a seven. Okay, cool. You will be able to make your way up. It just takes you a, like much longer than it took Rao, right? Like Rao seemed to have much more confidence climbing than than you do. Yeah. So it's just a a a slow procedure. But you eventually, yeah, you're. I mean, you're able to make it up to him. Yeah, we're both at the. Are we both at the top now? Is my understanding? Yeah, that's probably fine because I imagine Rao's too stubborn to just wait. <laughs> that would be correct. <laughs> Can you move it? No. Kashana's like checking out. Uh, Rao's, where the, the, like, tendon is separated in Rao's arm. I don't know how, like, medically inclined she is, but is there anything 
that she can do to like temporarily stabilize his arm. Nah, man, this arm's fucked. Okay. This arm's just straight fucked. Like it's going to take years to heal at this point. Yeah. I don't think there's anything I can do about the arm, but I can help you get down and I can help you with this crystal. All right. What do you have in mind? So right now the light's like careening off at an angle, right? Yep. Perhaps if we point it back into the sun. Worth a shot as anything. Is it difficult to move this, or does it just like? No, twist no, on yeah, it? it moves as easily as the all the other ones do. It's also like okay. on an arm, right? Okay. Then I think Gashana and Rao, as much as he can, help kind of start twisting it so that this beam of light is sort of going back into the light of the star, sort of at the like central mass. Yeah. So I mean, it, I mean, it sounds like you kind of have to like position this crystal out directly in the in the light to do that, right? Yes. I mean, you could, like, shoot it off at an angle, but you're trying to actually point this, like, the laser up at the star. Yeah. Cool. When this happens, you actually are, like, blocking the light that's effusing down through, and the light instead basically, like, channels, and this laser is now pointed down and hitting Omid uh, directly, kind of reflecting the light the same way that you guys were able to angle it up, but it is now angled down uh, towards toward the bottom of it. And I think... Omid, you are like literally warm and like your skin kind of like prickles. Um, it's definitely magical, right? It's like channeling this magical energy from this this star, and you can you can feel it kind of pulse under under your skin wherever the laser is touching you. <laughs> so it's going through this large crystal, just down now. Yeah. So I mean also also back up, but down. Right. Omid will step outside of the the laser point and then take the tip of the spear and shoot it into one of the nearby crystals. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're going to do this, then it's going to, like, shoot around because you guys never re- rearrange them after abandoning your, your project, and it shoots, like, halfway up the, the tower, like, in a circle before it just hits against the wall. But all is this this very fine point of light. Uh, Yoshana, I think we had this backward. Oh, I think you're right. Omid can't uh, hear either of you two going saying that. I, I think he's just going to be I assume you guys are coming to the same conclusions as I am. <laughs> Under her breath, just to row. That you're an idiot? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we have to move them all. Can you just move one out and shoot it into that one down below? And yes. But then it goes somewhere. Right. You're shooting. This isn't the... All each crystal is a door. The big crystal is the key, right? Maybe isn't that what you meant by we have this backwards? Either it's gonna be a circuit, mm-hmm. or we know it's not a circuit, right? Well, I mean a circuit in the sense that it's like you mean like almost two points, like yeah, it's a it's a it's like well, it'd coordinates. Be a triangle. It's, I don't know. Should we try that? Omid, what happens if you shoot that light into just one of them, and then back up here? It has to refract somewhere. You mean back into the main crystal? I guess. Well, all right, let's try that. Omid's going to try and direct it direct it at a crystal that is, I, I guess, further above him, and it's probably just needs to be slightly moved to refract back into the main crystal. So I think it's going to take one of you and me coordinating that, right? You, can, you should just be able to twist one. Yeah. You're down below. There's ones that you can reach. And oh, okay. So you could so, just drop the spear and then Okay, then it. I'll drop the spear and try and coordinate two of them 
to refract back. And uh, pr this process probably takes a few moments as I'm trying different things and positioning, probably going to the left of the stone and then to the right, and then eventually getting it so that they coordinate so that it reflects off the tip of the spear into one, into another, and then back up into the main font of the of the piercing light. Cool, cool, cool. The two of you on the top are are pointing uh, this laser down at one of them. Omida's then channeling it through two of them and then back up through the crystal, right? Yes. yes. Cool. I think that as you as maybe you do this, the crystals seem to like as you like pass the laser through them, they seem to like light up fully. Uh, whereas previously, you know, it still had this diffuse light. So it seems to like each one of them kind of glows in their order. And then it passes back through the top and then just zoop, out into into the, the ether. And nothing else seems to happen. Okay. OOC, so that I can explain this maybe better than I my what I think is maybe the case. Better than Gishana could. And then I can do it in character. I think we just have to shoot it into one of them from so that we have to we have the top one pointing down i don't think we have to refract it into multiple ones i think we just shoot it into one of them but then it goes somewhere but now they're lighting up fully so we either need to just shoot it from one back up into the top which maybe is the thing to try is just like shoot it into one. Oh, okay you I actually can't can you yeah I refraction I, I will say refraction would not work that way yeah no 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 no, no. but like so light is refracting. You like shoot the light into one of these crystals, and then it's a solid beam that's coming out in a different place. So I mean, make a circuit, but with only one of the like map crystals. Right, but you wouldn't be able to do that because it would just like it. Would, you would only be able to point it in like a still descending direction. Like you can only transfer because it's refraction. It's not reflecting it back up at the crystal. So you need you in fact need more than one of these. Does that make sense? Okay. No, no, no. It does now. It's like weirder to talk through it than it is if I just like had little things to <laughs> like manipulate in front of you guys. But is there a way in this room for us to figure out what the? Because there's like a hundred crystals, right, or more? Yeah. There's do you guys wanna? Do you guys wanna buy a vowel? Because I can probably like hand wave this. Because y'all are super fucking like super fucking close. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll phone a friend. Yeah. Hi, JD, it's me. I'm on Who Wants to Be a Guy Who Opens a Portal Air. Okay, cool. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give you the, the the last piece of this thing. There's a thing in this room that you haven't fucked with. The mirror. Oh, yeah. oh, duh. I just, I... Okay, re yeah. well, I was okay. like, it needs Great. to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah it goes it to the mirror. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Yep. That's mostly, okay. that's, right. A, that's a, like, in-character versus out-of-character <laughs> thing. Like, oh, yeah, this thing that we weren't fixated on there's before. An, <laughs> that we would have probably been yeah, more fixated on. Right. Because I even thought about that earlier, it, right? and I was like, forgot about it. Yep, okay. I pointed at the mi no. Uh, <laughs> I, hold on, just really quick while we're doing this. Why are we pointing at the spear? Why don't we just point this at a crystal? Well, fine. Pick a crystal and point it at it. See what happens, Rao. Rao kind of just pushes it and it points it like some random crystal. And I think it just goes off in any direction. Maybe it's one of the ones we had in the circuit or not. And I think it like kind of just goes close to the mirror. Just one of you guys put the last piece of the puzzle together. I want to have a tag. We want a tag team. It could also be that while you guys are pointing it and you guys are making the circuit, like Omid could pass it close to the mirror as he's like twisting them around and trying to get it angled right. Oh yeah, that yeah. Omid will go over as you put it into the crystal. I don't know what you're doing. Do you want me to move it? And I'm like, 
moving the moving the crystal around and then it'll it'll like go in go in the line of fire of the mirror you like and... frustratedly are like jerking it <laughs> yeah all just around like and just... Then it just like passes over the mirror yeah cool yeah and you would notice then that as you pass it like through this kind of like circuit of things and then in the before the last one like you were trying to shoot the last one back up at the crystal but it uh it passes over the mirror and it like in that flash of it like passing across it a big bolt of light, you know, as if you're you're emerging from like a three day bender and you've opened the door to outside and it's like three p.m. <laughs> you're like, oh shit! I, I wouldn't know anything like about that. Yeah, I've never been there. I'm sober. I know I, what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like that, right? Like it hits that big flash yeah, of like just blinding you. light uh, that hits you real quick and then it's gone in that flash. At at that point, Omid will go. Oh wait, hang on. And then he's going to twist it a little bit more into the mirror until until it stays right there on the mirror as it lights up in its full late afternoon bliss. Yeah, you are looking out on a scene of what appears to be a sort of storefront. You're like looking out at it from the back after your eyes kind of like blink and adjust and you're looking through a like an open window out to a busy city street. Omid will approach the quote unquote portal. Like we probably can't see it. Yeah, you guys yeah. can't. Yeah, you can just see the light, I would assume, like coming out from the from the mirror. Is anything happening? There seems to be a scene. And I'm as Omid is just walking towards it, I'm gonna just put my hand on the mirror. Yeah, yeah. there's there's nothing there. Oh, sweet. So I just like move into this area. Yeah, there's absolutely no resistance. It's like you're walking through an empty doorframe. Omid will do the old, like, fall through, like, you know, assuming resistance and, like, kind of stumble through a little bit. And then let's just say for, for cinematic purposes, you guys are, like, directly above the portal. So he sticks his head back out and he's like, get down. Is this the one we want? His head sticks back out of the portal. I don't know, but it's something and maybe we should investigate a bit further. Good enough for me. Anywhere's better than here. Gashana's going to start helping Rao down. Like, sort of moving ahead and supporting his weight with her, like, on his left side so that he can climb down. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, you're you're going to be able to do so. It's just slow going. It just takes you, you know, quite a bit of time. So, Omid, I think you've got a minute here kind of in this space. Cool. So, I have a little bit of time. You said I was in a workshop or in a store? Yeah, it's pretty clearly identifiable to you as a like an alchemist's shop, right? Like a a hedge what you would think of as like a hedge wizard but in a city, right? Like the 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 local alchemist, the local minor trinket supplier, uh, the magician, the whatever, right? Like this is not high wizardry. There are some like bottles of general potions and shit. There are little knickknacks, but a lot of it would be like, hey, you know, I I want this girl to fall in love with me. Do you have a thing that can make that happen? And he'll be like, nah, man, that's unethical and things <laughs> like that. Anyway, yeah, so that's that's basically what you're walking into, right? And like outside of this is like, you know, this is a storefront. There's a busy street outside. It's like beautifully lit. Like the sky is a beautiful blue in a way that you haven't seen in a while. You know, it, it smells like the sea. And there's kind of like a, you know, a jovial atmosphere in the air. It's a beautiful afternoon. Yeah, you definitely see, I'm going to like take that 
deep breath in, you know, the breath of fresh air, the kind of breath that you take. Yeah. After like, you know, a relatable thing might be like when you've been up all night studying for hours for some kind of a test, you finally take that stupid fucking test. You walk out and you're just like, Oh yeah, it all doesn't matter. Why am I paying for this again? (laughs) (laughs) Go on. But that, that type of relief, right? The, we're not being haunted by shadow creatures for a second. It's brilliantly lit. I see other people, other regular people, and that that is just enough. Hello? Is anyone here? I don't think you get any kind of response. Okay, cool. Just the just the cry of gulls and the the distant shouts of uh sailors kind of setting up their ships. Omid will fiddle around with stuff. Look for it's almost like he's just kind of happy to be in an environment that feels kind of familiar, right? He knows he's by the sea, which already calms him. So I think even though he probably should be alert because he's in someone else's place, he's just carelessly looking around, probably picking up if there are just small potions, like looking at them. And then I I guess looking for a, a, maybe like a door or a chamber. The, you said this this was a storefront, but we're like inside the store, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's the there's the door out to the street for sure, and then there's probably like a passage, like a little hallway back to a back room. It's a pretty small shop, you know. And this this mirror, like what you have emerged from, is a mirror essentially on another wall. I think I'm gonna walk down that hallway just because again I'm kind of in a a more carefree mood. Actually, no, I'm going the opposite way. <laughs> That's what Omid. Okay. Omid hasn't seen it. We haven't seen the fucking regular sun for a while. Omid's gonna, I mean, yeah, one day, but true. Yeah, it's felt like months. We've been hunted by fucking shadow demons things. I think that I think that can make it feel otherworldly and weird. And you kind of like, I feel like for a minute, even though Omid didn't experience anything that kind of messed with his psyche, I think that whole place was very other, right? And we've been in a place, even if it's just been for a short amount of time, been in a mindset to find answers and we've only been met with stranger and stranger things. So the familiar feels good. <laughs> feeling feeling the you know the the salty wind on your cheeks and the sun on top of your head, the regular old sun, not some refraction that's stuck in the stagnant air that you have to manipulate, but the actual just for all intents and purposes just regular world. So Omid's going to open up that door. To just really just take that in, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see, you see, kind of the hustle and bustle of a a relatively thriving city. It's very clear that you know that you're kind of up a little ways, but you can look down the down the street, and it leads basically directly to the docks and the ocean past that point, right? And the rest of it kind of moves up to a to a central palace or castle or whatever. But it's mostly pretty open. The street is, you know, pretty large, uh, and covered in stone and there are plenty of people passing by you probably see some um guards wearing like the the hardened uh leather with some turquoise metal flourishes to it you see like merchants kind of hawking their wares you're probably almost immediately approached uh by like somebody trying to sell you like i don't know spiced meat of some sort you know maybe somebody's like trying to trying to hawk you like hey we have we have these fabrics that have just arrived uh, <laughs> from Miast. Um, things like that, you know? Omid's going to take this in. And when that seller of meat, we just got this in from, you said... 
It was the uh, person selling fabric who got it in from me. Oh yeah, the fabric. I'm sorry, you'll have to forgive me. I've I've traveled a long way. Mias, that is that is that far from here? Oh, you have to head up the narrow channels and brave the open ocean and finally reach the golden sea. It's half a world away. These are the finest silks you can buy. The finest silks, you say? I can tell that you are a man of good taste. And he like reaches out to your pretty fine robes, you know. They can't be. I mean. We're pretty fucked up, right? Oh, yeah. I look like, like You guys are shit. fucked up, but the material's still nice. I'm oh, yeah, trying to compliment yeah, yeah. you to make a sale. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's doing a good job. A, B, C. He, like, holds it up and he says, <laughs> he's like, this tone would look very nice with your complexion, sir. You'll have to forgive me, but I'm not in the buying mood today. Uh, sir, you, you underestimate how good wearing this will make you feel. It will... Completely change your day around, I assure you. I have to say my day has already been changed around here. You will have to forgive me, but I must go and tend to my shop. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back inside and Yeah, as soon as you start like you try to brush him off, he just like fucks off and tries to sell it to somebody else. With the exact same speech. Well oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I... this would look very nice with your complexion, sir. <laughs> if Miast is a world away, does Omid has an idea of where this is, right? I don't I don't know if you would actually. Are the geographical places that the the salesperson mentioned are they there this is like our world, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh Miasta is part of the empire. Okay. All right. That's what I was trying I was just trying to figure out yeah, if Miasta this Yeah, Miasta is, is it, part of the Ashkashari <clears throat> Empire. Is that I don't even is that where you're from, Omid? I forget. Uh, we literally talked about this a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a long I time feel ago. Like but you're, yes. I feel like you're from Mias. Yeah, that that was the thing is that so this is on like, yeah, the other side of the world. Right. This is not, this is not, you're not in the empire at all. Yep, yeah. No, I'm from a a, a, a nicer part of the empire, a the fertile land growing, uh, crop growing right. areas. Right, right. Can't remember its name off the top of my head. Go back to episode zero. Um. Do you think you two have made your way? Yeah. I think that makes sense. Real quick, when we get to the bottom, Kishana's going to pick up the spear to hand it to Rao. With your arm, can you use it like this? No. Not in any kind of effective way. How long do you want it? My arm? The spear. Unless you want me to cut your arm off. Uh, half. Kishana's just going to, with this hand that's already like been lit up just reach out and twist the spear until it like essentially like heating it and twisting it into a spiral kind of like point on about halfway cool did you just make this like a double-edged stick yeah essentially sick (laughs) it's actually pretty fucking cool and she hands it to rao I'm cool with the, I don't know, like I wanna I wanna change this a little bit. So like you're losing reach, um, but I think this is really cool. Obviously you can use this one handed as like a you know, a a close range. I think I'm cool with you adding throne. I just feel like oh, it's sweet, sweet and I feel like you could throw this and it's double sided, so like if you hit it with either side, it's cool. Like I think I think that's cool with me if you, you're into it. I'm into it, yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Cool. Add that throne tag on there. Close and throne. I don't know what the the man with the silver mask did to you, Rao. But when we get out of here, 
if you want to find them, if you need to find them, I'm with you. The solar masks showed me thousands of sunrises and sets, and I was frozen still for all of them. I was practically a scarecrow, and just as soon as I'd gotten used to my lot, it was all consumed by insects. Gashana, I appreciate that. Something tells me that I don't find the silver mask. I think it finds me. Kishana is quiet for a moment. My people are very long-lived, Rao. Among our number is a cult of monks who endeavor for what you've experienced. Delving deep into their understanding of a single facet of creation... Perhaps when, (laughs) if we get out of this alive, you could seek them out. Perhaps they can help you come to to grips with what you've experienced. Gashana, that sounds like a great thing. And I look forward to meeting your people together. But we've left Amid alone too long. Gashana has never really had any friends before, I think. And she's maybe... I, I, she's tearing up a little bit. And when you say that we've left Omid alone for too long, she smiles and... Uh, he's liable to get himself into trouble. Or he'll <laughs> jump off a balcony onto someone. <laughs> Let's go make sure he's uh, okay. Yeah, we emerge into the shop, I think. Assuming it goes to the same place still. Which isn't a given. <laughs> no, yeah, it's in... Uh, yeah. Yep, it definitely does. It's There's nothing weird about this at this point, so... And you guys emerge onto the same scene. That shop, various uh, glass bottles and trinkets and such. Busy street outside. Hello? This is probably right as, is Omid walking right back in? Right at, right at this moment? No, I think I want to give them a little bit of a berth and myself a little bit of a berth. They would come uh, upon Omid, like sitting in uh, in a chair, his hands kind of crossed. Just kind of looking at the floor and thinking. This is in the shop you're picturing? Yeah. Yeah, this is where I was picturing this. Like behind the, just behind, you know, whatever semblance of a register he has or something like that, where I assume he kind of sits and takes orders. I would say that actually there's probably like a, like if you, if you did end up going back behind that little hallway, there's like a little living quarters back there. Oh, great. Omid's, yeah. Yeah. Um, So there'd be like kind of a, a, like a pretty comfortable chair and like a, a bed there actually as well yeah omid's sitting in that chair just kind of wringing his hands out a little bit oh so you're back in the you we don't see you immediately yeah no gashana you want to check outside or in the back first omid said that this opened upon a place of power perhaps investigating the building more thoroughly all right together follow me i think we head back into that back area down the hallway Cool. You will, yeah. You'll come across Omid. He's just kind of sitting with his face down, looking at his feet, kind of wringing his hands together. <sighs> he hears your footsteps coming. Kind of lets you come into the room and sit. We are on the opposite end of the world. It's kind of amazing, isn't it? What would be amazing is finding what we went on this journey to find in the first place. This is stunning, but I 
fail to see how a shop district far from the place that we journeyed to aids us in our quest. I'm going to take this moment now to remind you guys of my flag, which is draw information about what I want to do after our mission is complete. I, I think it's just the frustration of never finding an answer in that stupid mansion where my faith in the fact that he might not even still be alive has almost but totally faltered. That I would come across a shortcut to get as far away from this empire as I could. And I could just stay here, blend in, try to live a halfway decent life. Is that all you're doing this for, Omid? So you can run a trinket shop? Is that not enough? To run a trinket shop and not be flayed or be the flayer? What are you going to do when the man who owns this shop comes back? Where could he be now? Maybe I'll be his apprentice. We came looking for answers to questions that are bigger than ourselves. Each and every one of us. Questions that for all intents and purposes might be unanswerable. And I, I can't help but see past some unsatisfactory answer towards this. That maybe I should just stay here. I've heard of this empire that you came from. I've heard of this emperor, this shah. He does not let tools go easily, Omid. I've seen the powers that you use. I don't know all that has happened in your past, but I know that even halfway around the world, you will not be safe. And I think, and she glances up at Rao, I think that your desires may not be all that go into the equation for your future. Are you so eager to throw that all aside for this? I run my hands across my head in frustration. (sighs) I just started thinking that maybe I could live whatever last minutes of my life I have, not suffering, not chasing some answer that might not exist, that I could sit by the sea and enjoy life, that all of a sudden, being surrounded by darkness, that I realized that I could just be myself again for a minute, and it would be nice. I hate the fact that you have to bring me back down to reality. And he looks up at Rao. It was nice to think about for a minute. I don't think this is where we're supposed to be. (laughs) There may be something useful here yet, but we can't stay long. Honestly, there may be somebody tracking us through here now. We left quite the open door, if you will. And let's look around the place and figure out what might be useful to us. Omid, you said that each of those crystals was a key leading to a potential place of power. Perhaps there'll be something useful here. Ypsilanti was not a creature to indulge in randomness. So there's something important about this place. We simply need to look to find it. Omid will get to his feet and let's look around the place for a little bit. Yeah, but maybe be quick about it. So less <laughs> yeah, delicate yeah. and more 
more looking for the the point of this place. Sure. Uh, why don't you give me a discern realities? Somebody else can aid, and that's probably going to be the extent of it. Cool. I can discern some realities, and I can aid. That seems that seems to be what's happening. Yeah. I don't necessarily need this to be part of the discern realities. It can be if you feel like it should be, but we are in the regular world, correct? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're you're in the regular world, yep. Uh, are there some, like, candles floating <laughs> around, or, uh... He wants to ransack the fucker for supplies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that's part of the discern realities, probably. Right, okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, I was like, nice. <laughs> I have this nice move called Lore of Flame that I'd really like to be able to use again because it's super useful. Well, those those look good if I could just interpret the symbols. That's a 14. Damn. What's here are useful or valuable to me is definitely yeah, on the Yeah, let's docket. start with That's, uh, we'll start what there, here yeah. is useful or valuable to me. Sure. So I think the, the thing that you'll find that is useful or valuable is uh, a, we'll call it a stick of alchemist's fire. This is a stick that you crack it to like activate it and then it will start to burn and it will burn even if it's like doused with water for about an hour. It lets off a very intense heat and light. So is this like a glow stick? It's got like one use. Yeah. It is one use of alchemist's fire. Tight. Since you were specifically looking for a fire thing. Yeah. What here is not what it appears to be and what should I be on the lookout for? What you should be on the lookout for is the fact that you do not have a way to activate this mirror from this side. So if something were to somehow deactivate it, your doorway back to the dimension would be closed. Okay. What here is not what it appears to be. Oh, uh, this is an interesting take on this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all All of the potions are bullshit. All of them are bullshit. They're all just colored water. <laughs> Snake oil salesman, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there are a few like real trinkets here, but uh none of those are real. <laughs> okay. Shocking. We either need to find what we're looking for here quickly or we need to go back. I can't, I can't seem to find anything useful here. I've been just like peeking back and back to the door and like looking out the out the front just looking for anybody paying attention to us at all. Uh, I, uh, interestingly enough, I think that you explicitly, like, no one appears to be interested in this shop. Okay. Oh, no one looks uh, at it. No one looks through the windows. No one, like, thinks about coming in. All right. If we not see anything immediately, there are hundreds of other options. Yes. Let's go back. Let's, we can always try something else. Yeah. Let's make our way back through the portal. launches this like silo into space and we just die (laughs) just launches you straight (laughs) into the violet star you idiots were supposed to just walk into the mirror fucking tired of this game you guys i told you i wanted to end it
whatever we're out of here man and then we light a huge bowl <laughs> whatever we we literally ride a tower rocket ship into the violet moon whatever dude we're, we're smoking that Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah brother <laughs> some electric wizard starts to play what'd you call this shit the vision of 13 years? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I call this one Shadows in the Forest. What's up? Why are all y'all fucking describing my concept <laughs> album that I'm coming out with? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please uh, listen to my companion Doom record. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking this s- just stoner psychedelic shit, like Dimension of the Tectomancer. Hell yeah. Uh, yep. That's a thing. Yeah, it sounds like an album I've listened to once or twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then promptly forgot about because it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> which, one, which one was that again? <laughs> yeah, that's why I've listened to it twice. I forgot I listened to it the first time. What's You're that? Like, God, I don't. Bong, bong ringer? <laughs> <laughs> Smoke down? I don't fucking whatever. <laughs> Smoke sniffer eater guy? Mushroom gorger? Weed golem? Is that <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what my son's in. Weed golem. Fuck oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, weed golem's actually pretty good. Weed golem. <laughs> I knew we were just going to make jokes until we stumbled into like an actually good name. <laughs> A band identity? <laughs> What's up? We are we are hash gold. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> Why is hash golem so much funnier than weed golem? I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh.